is a SABC Disability 360 feature on 5FM. Brought to you by the SABC Foundation. Today on the Weekend Playdate, I am very glad to introduce you to Lorian Phillips, who is a clinical psychologist with a professional and personal interest in ADHD and ADD. Lorian, thanks so much for joining us on the Weekend Playdate. It's a pleasure, Nicole. Thanks for inviting me. So why the interest in, in ADD and ADHD for you personally? Well, I'm a clinical psychologist. I've been in practice for many years. And then I had children and turned out both my boys, the one is ADHD and the other is ADD. So that is when the interest developed personally, although I don't work with children, dealing with my own children and stressing out because I didn't understand half of their behaviors. I thought, oh, ADD is just a problem of concentration in the classroom. And then I saw difficulties in the morning getting ready, struggling with homework, behavior um, problems, tempers, outbursts, and it became very difficult to manage. So as a result, I started reading up and researching on the condition and going into depth with it and changing my whole parenting style. And things started to calm down a lot in my home. Everybody mm. started to feel better. And as a result, I thought, I'm doing this at home. I'm actually in the right profession. Let me develop a course to help other parents in my situation. That's awesome. Um, what is the difference, for those who are listening who don't know, between ADD and ADHD? So ADHD, the H refers to the hyper component. So that's the child who's more impulsive, active, jumping around the whole time, shouting out, disruptive, kind of can't control the impulses. The ADD child is a child that's actually more dreamy and unfocused. They're often in their own world. They're often dreamy. They lose things. They're forgetful because they're kind of like not with the program. Mm. So it's both attention things. The one is too much uh, stimuli coming in, so they're jumping all over the place. The other is not enough, so they're zoned out and in their own world. I mean, that must be really difficult, especially with young children, to try and mm. to try and diagnose because, I mean... If I think about myself as a child and half the kids that I know, the majority of them are jumping around and, 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 and being Absolutely. hyper. So how do you actually diagnose that? So you don't really diagnose before the age of five because, as you say, this behavior is completely normal um, in a school situation and at home. Kids are exploring, running around. It's only, I mean, for me, it was when the school called me in and said, this is what we're seeing that." You know, the child is distracted a lot of the time. He's kind of nudging the other children because he's bored in class. He's rolling around on the carpet. That then I said, okay, fine. Mm. They see so many children. And if this is different to what they normally see or more than, then I've got to listen to it. Okay. Obviously, I did my own investigations. But yeah, so only really from the age of five. And even more so when school starts in a proper formalized way, like primary mm. school. This particular feature that we do is around disabilities. And I was, yeah. I, I was a little concerned. Concerned when I when I saw that we were going to be having a chat because I mean is it is it considered a disability if you have ADD or ADHD? Not really, you know. In America, it is, and they actually get special dispensations and compensations wow. in school, special schools for it. But in South Africa, no. I mean, medical aids don't even cover chronic medication for it because it's not formally recognised. But it does, in terms of any parent who's experienced it or the child themselves, it certainly disables a lot of regular functioning in terms of being able to manage in school effectively. Mm. There are often huge social problems, um, behavior problems. So while it's not classified as such, it certainly does disable a lot of regular functioning. Do you think that children with, with ADD or ADHD are just are on kids who 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 just need to have a different sort of educational system that they, that they fall into instead of the traditional one because it doesn't work for them? Or do you think that they need to go to um, psychologists or get medication? Because I'm, I'm a little bit torn with that. Yes, yes. 
That's the best question you could ask, and thanks for asking it. It's a both and. I think that a lot of these children need medication, and when you understand the components of how medication works, which I go into in detail in my course, then you understand that some kids do. But more than anything, the school system is not suited for these kids. They yeah. generally do not thrive in the school system. Mm. That old traditions, you know, the traditional school system was developed for the Industrial Revolution to get children to learn how to sit quietly so that they could work machines later on. Grief. So, yeah. <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. So it is not suited for the ADHD child who needs to be able to be far more interactive, far more participative, and they're able to move around more. There are certain schools that cater to it, but it's not the norm, unfortunately. So in a different school environment, yes, I believe they would thrive a whole lot better. And they often do after school, kind mm-hmm. of getting through school a lot of the time. And then life begins. Lauren, you've mentioned that you have a, a course for, for parents with, of children with ADHD yes. and ADD. What exactly does that entail and, and how do we find out more about it? So what it is, I've been running it since 2013. It's a four-week course. And in each, each um, course, it's a two-hour course that I run in the evenings, usually, sometimes the mornings. It's devoted to different aspects of ADHD. So, for instance, the first course, I'll go into the brain development mm-hmm. and the brain um Factors affected by ADHD, like organization, um, self-control, impulse control, time management, concentration. Planning. And any parent listening to this will understand. Yeah. And then so I go into that in detail and how, and how it's affected. These are all called the executive functions. And then I go into different techniques, behavioral repertoires, tips skills on how to deal with our children effectively in order to help them manage better and for us to feel better because it can be a very disempowering experience. Mm. Then I go into the school environment and how to help them there, as well as dealing with all of their emotional behaviors. They're often very anxious. They're often very angry. They have outbursts. So basically to skill parents up as effectively as possible to cope with their children in a, whole, in, in a much better way. I know it was, it's been life-changing for me and hopefully for the parents who've attended my courses. That's amazing. And then um, for people to get in touch and to, to find so out To more? get in touch, I've got a Facebook page called ADHD Parenting. Okay. Um, or I can be contacted on my email. It's lorian at drphillips.co.za or telephonically. So, But if you go onto my Facebook page, you'll see it all there. I also do have a web page that says lorianadhd.com that goes into it as well. And you're based predominantly in, in Joburg? Yes, I'm um, in the Sandton area, yes. Okay, but are you willing to go to other places around the country? It depends, you know, yes. I mean, but then it would be a weekend workshop, yeah. like I've been asked to do one in Pretoria, which I'll do over a weekend or a Friday and a Saturday morning mm-hmm. um, in order to facilitate it, because otherwise it interferes with my clinical practice during the week. But okay. yes, absolutely. Perfect. Um, one last question, Lauren. Is, is ADHD and ADD a, a temporary thing, or is it something that you that you have throughout your life? And is it also something that you could maybe um, show signs of later and later on you, you are ADHD or ADD and not as a child? Well, you know what I have? I have a lot of adult clients who come to me and they don't come to me for ADHD because my adult population is also a general population, you know, general issues that people come to therapy for. But then I listen to their stories, how they can't get going, they've never made it in life, they've taken drugs. They've, and often when I track back to school, it's, they were the kids who were always been kicked out. They were the kids who were naughty, who fell through the cracks. So I think there's a lot of missed diagnoses, especially as today it's, there's far more knowledge in it than all those years ago. And at that stage, they go on medication and I help them with different ways of managing their lives better. I don't think you outgrow it. I certainly think that in some people it diminishes over the years. 
And for a lot of the time, it's learning coping techniques. Mm. So if you understand, I don't concentrate too well or I'm badly organized, you're going to get a good PA to organize you. If you know that if you sit down for too long, you're going to be bored and restless, you're not going to get a job that makes that. You're going to get a job that's interactive, out there, busy. So you actually learn compensation techniques if you have insight into it. Okay. Yeah, I suppose it makes sense. I mean, after after working in a certain way, if you know it's not working for you, you develop, as you said, yeah. techniques to, to make your life a little bit easier. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Well, Lauren, yeah. thank you so much. This has been quite eye-opening, and I hope people who, who were maybe under the impression that there might be something not quite right are now confident knowing that actually – ADHD or ADD might be the diagnosis and they can go um, and, and know that there is actually, um, it, it's not like a, it's not a death sentence. It's not the be all and end all. No, can, there's so many positives. Yeah. Lots of positives. We just have to dig deep, but there are. Amazing. Laurie Ann Phillips, thank you so much for, for joining us on the weekend playdate. Thank you, Nicole. And wishing you all the best with your course. It sounds like a, like a really cool project for you. Thank you. No, it is. As long as it helps others, it has helped me. That's Lorian Phillips, clinical psychologist with a professional and personal interest in ADHD and ADD, right here on the Weekend Playdate. Thank you. This SABC Disability 360 feature was brought to you by the SABC Foundation. For more disability content, visit SABC Disability 360 on Facebook or follow at SABC Disability on Twitter.